0: While reading through the subreddit Paranormal, I came upon this post by the Lightworker 5 where she provides cleansing advice to a person who is experiencing a haunting in their house. What caught my attention was the advice she gave. It was so reminiscent to the advice we heard from The Exorcist. So we got in touch with her, and she obliged with her story. JM, Sam, and Liz joined in on the call. Maria talks about her awakening to the invisible world, her agreement. With her elementals and her experience with a vampiric attack, what follows is a conversation that will probably open your mind further into what lies in the unknown. Enjoy.
1: Lately, since that with me and um, this, you know, this um, podcast has been, you know, working together, I am feeling more literally like three four months ago I feel sick but I don't see anything like maybe you can help me out as well on that because I feel like I have a certain ache in my stomach because before when I was still you know very active every time that I feel something in my stomach I know that there is an entity around me and I can see them so it's actually like a, um, a, a warning sign that okay I I there's an, an, an entity around me. But now from January until like only March, I I'm only I'm always in pain, but I don't see anything. But now um I'm feeling more I feel entity I feel actually like the uh, yesterday if I'm not mistaken I had a psychic attack um which was really scary for me because it has been so long since I felt that attack.
2: On you know I wanna I wanna get a back, if that makes sense. Can you perhaps, if you want to, can you explain what what happened uh, during that attack? So last night we were, I think what I think what Trigger
1: did, and I don't know um, about JM, because um, yes, last night there was a few photos that has been being flashed on our chat room. We have a private chat room. I am trying too hard. To check on the photo if there is any presence or not. I kinda identified one. I feel like there is something on that tree, but after that, it's like a migraine and a full body, almost one minute straight goosebump. Like it was something that I have never felt before. And I think that because I tapped too much, and that's why I feel like it's uh, is it is it an attack or is it just a sudden burst of what I'm supposed to be feeling that I do not know
2: Mm. I have heard from quite the number of ability people that they are uh, explaining some of the same stuff that that you're explaining and that's kind of why I'm I'm trying to listen close to you and when you're telling me you know where did my abilities go and all of that um, what I sense is that up here, the, the top of the back of your head, it feels like almost like there's uh, some some kind of like, um, like a plate or something in there, like a, an energy of something that is kind of keeping you from connecting with it, and that area over here, that needs to be cleansed like a lot because somehow you got uh, uh, into something with a lot of negative energy and uh, I think it might be a special form of entity and it has actually created that kind of plate or like membrane or whatever you want to call it an energy so that you can't connect even though you meditate and do all that stuff you can't get through it and it's, it's most likely, it's also connected to when you sometimes uh, feel the stomach pain and uh, kind of a migraine thing going on. Uh, there's a connection between all of that. So um, I would say most likely the way to get reacquainted with your nature is to try and really focus on cleansing all of that out of you because i think this was done to you on purpose wow because that's really
1: that's okay well maybe maybe later on we'll we'll discuss further but i think um we have another co-host on the uh, in the meeting we have jm
2: hi jm hi jm you're Mm. a new
0: (laughs) (laughs) hi hi hi
2: hi hi Actually, Sam's example is a pretty good example of what can happen if the third eye is getting forcefully closed. Yeah. Yeah. So, not that his situation is exactly the same necessarily, but it's just a good example now that we have Sam uh, with us. Anyway, you, you, and he, he's. uh, I think he, Sam, is lucky that. That none of the attacks has been a- able to succeed because it could have led to uh, what I would call a minor possession, and mm. that that is bitchy because you need to get out of that again, right? Yes. So um, yeah. So I understand that some parents they they think like that, but it it can really do so much harm, you know. Um, there's many other ways to to help the child without taking that risk. So
0: first of all, I would like to know how how did it start for you? I mean, at what age did you realize that you had this gift? I mean, the sensitivity to the to the invisible world?
2: Well, I was born with this. So I can remember being about three or four months old as a baby. And literally floating, the feeling of floating through the air without anyone having their hands on me, just Mm -hmm. floating through the (laughs) air like that. (laughs) Mm -mm. And uh, seeing uh, big, dense blobs of black shadows. And I had some kind of dogish entity creature that was, uh, when I was in the cradle, just a few months old. Uh, when I was put down for napping that dog kind of thing was always there and I could hear it it sounded like a dog and stuff like that so when I got older and I remembered this I was questioning my mom like did we have a a dog at some point in time and she was just laughing Mm -hmm. because no of course we didn't you know (laughs) um (laughs) So I kind of found out that the, everything has been very much upside down for me because I started with all of that. And then I had to, as I grew up, try to figure out what is going on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because when I was a toddler two, four years old, I started slowly to notice that my parents and other people they were not reacting to what i saw and heard and felt and i was like why is she not addressing that thing over there and why is that there you know it's just yeah. kind of it was very confusing for me yes so i had to first try and figure out what humans and the human world is all about because i was that different my my experiences were that different
0: at a very young age
2: yeah and uh, at that age, I saw them just as physically uh, as I'm seeing you. So I really didn't get it because the house was uh, full of people, you could say. But uh, they were only talking to me, so you know what is what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, that experience sounds so much like what when we first met Sam. That's the same thing he told us. He told us, "I grew up seeing a lot of people around me." It sounds so much. The same as what you would experience
1: yeah i i think that um like like you maria what i it we have to learn the world on a on a different way because i grew up as well just like you with a lot of spirits around me and i thought that that should have been normal but apparently it's not <laughs> so as I, I i think you and i kind of like have the same upbringing of like we felt super different from other people, right? And that I think that it is, uh, it's funny because you mentioned that and I, I literally felt the same way.
2: Well, I remember about uh, seven or eight years old that I something like kind of happened in my mind. And for some reason, I felt like I should try and convert into the human world. And so for some years, I still had experiences, but they were not as as clear as they were before. It was almost kind of like the human world kind of like dimmed what I could do because I was trying to be more like them. And that lasted until first I was 12. Uh, They were telling me about God and the Bible and the whole kind of stuff. So I'm like, okay, if you want me baptized in this, I want to know what all of this is about. So I literally, age 12, took the Bible and read it from page one to page last (laughs) with footnotes and everything. (laughs) And um, I think because of my abilities, I was starting to notice as I read, I'm like, but this is not true. And then I read some more pages and I'm like, like, this is not true. I mean, what are you talking about? And I just kept that going. And then when I kindly confronted my parents and said, I, I can't get baptized because this is not true. Of yeah. course, they were like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> crazy? <laughs> what are you talking about? Yes. Um, and so we started argumenting on what's not true in the Bible. And they were at the end of it, they didn't have any more arguments because I could argue that well, uh, age 12, <laughs> Yeah. And so they just went on and said, well, we just have to trust the priest that, that this is accurate, you know. And um, yeah. for me, that started for me to, to walk in a different direction again, because I'm like, these humans actually don't know what they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> And so I sl- slowly started to convert back to just being me again.
0: Yeah. I'm gonna skip some of my questions, but this is this is very interesting for me. So Sam could see ghosts and elementals. And based on the stories we've heard from Filipinos, some people could uh, see these elementals also. And I keep thinking, are these elementals unique to the Philippines? So I want to ask you, given you see ghosts also, I I saw one of your Reddit posts that your eldest son, I think, had a light being visiting him at the middle of the night. So that's why he couldn't sleep. But have you seen or talked to elementals? Yeah, uh, on some
2: occasion I, I have. Um, A couple of years ago, I started to notice that on YouTube, there's actually a lot of really good recordings of people going to weird places and just push record, you know, and um, because of my abilities, when I watch those videos, I can usually connect with whatever entities or ghosts or whatever is there. I didn't know that in the beginning, and that uh, that was a little funny. I got quite startled at, at to begin with but i i found out how to kind of like try and handle it yeah some of them were uh elementals i mean they've been given many names uh Jin seems to yeah. be a, a popular term these days <laughs> yes um but you could just say well they're all kind of really elemental spirits um some are more interested in doing some stuff than others. And and some are, for instance, um, connected to or like made of fire or wind or whatever element, right? They are different to talk to than, than humans, uh, human spirits or spirits of, of other beings. They're a little more, they're a little different because they haven't, Um, been incarnated in in, uh, a bodily being so they're they're a little more like you could say somewhat short tempered and Mm -hmm. stuff like that you know they don't have necessarily a lot of patience with people because (laughs) oh god you're just so stupid you know (laughs) like but it's not per se that they're negative or evil but some are just really losing patience with humans you know and if they want to go like
0: At this point, Maria flicks her finger similar to how you would flick your finger at an annoying insect or bug.
2: When, to some human, they just might do it because they have just like had it. You know, you're ruining ruining my forest or polluting my water, you know, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) yeah, that happens.
0: (laughs) Actually, here in the Philippines, it happens quite a lot. There are still underdeveloped areas in the Philippines, like some, some of the provinces. So when it's time to get to have it developed, they would of course cut down trees and uh, uh, another question so here in the philippines a popular elemental <laughs> popular elemental it's because they, they've seen it it's like a, a dwarf and here we call oh. it duende there it's supposed to be called nise
2: nise yeah yeah
0: so are they also small people small
2: it's like you know yeah and i think it's like um one feet tall tops, like uh, 75 centimeters okay. and stuff like that. <laughs> that's very precise. Kind of like if you take from the ground and to the seat of a chair, that's just about their, their height when they're showing the, in a, a physical form. Um, and and uh, those that we have, I mean, there are a few of them that does have a knack with people But there are also a lot of funny ones. Uh, Some Christmases um, are very funny around here because you can hear all sorts of weird uh, noises coming from the closets and drawers and stuff like that. (laughs) And then when you try to like move closer to the closet to listen to like what is going on and you can just hear like this. (laughs) (laughs) and so when you open the closet there's nothing in there of course then you close it again and the same stuff happens so yeah mostly I have dealt with the funny ones but that is because uh, in my home I keep reinforcing uh, a protection that filters out as much of the negative as, as possible so uh, if I want to encounter something more negative on purpose, I would have to, like, uh, watch some uh, real life recordings or go out somewhere to cemetery or hospitals are really good. <laughs> hospitals are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We often think that the cemetery is the worst, but the hospitals, uh, the, it's, it's worse. The hospitals.
0: Where did you learn the protections that you learned? Did you do it on your own? Were they guided to you by, I mean, these elementals or these spirits?
2: Well, first of all, I could kind of see what they were doing when I was really small, like a toddler, I guess. I could see kind of what they were doing, for instance, when... I was a toddler, I, I moved from the cradle to sleeping in a crib that is somewhat bigger, you know, this yeah. square kind of thing with bars mm-hmm. on it. And every night when I was put down to sleep, I had on on top of the bars in the head end and the foot end, I had these amazing, completely golden looking I would say angels, yeah. um, they looked very pure and this golden and they had huge wings. And so they sat on, on those bars and they kneeled and they like folded their wings over me like that. So I would completely covered in this golden stuff uh-huh. and um, remembering stuff like that, um, some of, of the things that I do most often, if I encounter something, I'm not sure if it's negative or not, then I immediately like put up a, 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 what looks to me like a golden grid of energy, like all around me. Um, so that was uh, one of the ways, but also I have done a lot of studies that I started up with, I think age 17 or something because I was thinking okay if this is really me and I have to live like life like this I want to know as much about it as possible so I just started to read everything I could find you know I was literally like emptying the libraries and I cannot count anymore how many books (laughs) I've read (laughs) um because, you know, it is potentially d- dangerous to yes. live like we do. Yes. So uh, <laughs> I wanted to know everything.
0: One, one advice you gave was similar because we, when we were helping Liz protect her home, an exorcist came in with the call also. And mm-hmm. it was the same thing that you would advise that it's like mm-hmm. uh, it's using your imagination, literally, and your intention yeah. to make a barrier or to make a shield or have that light Emanate from the same thing you said. Imagine you have a light, strong light coming out of you and covering your enti- yourself and then your entire room. So, yeah, that's why we, we got in touch with you because I mean, it, it was the same.
3: Sorry, if I could also just jump in. Yeah, it's very interesting because um, I think it was around four years ago when we lived in an apartment where back then my one month old son would cry. Um, every midnight and just inside the bedroom but whenever we go out of the bedroom he would stop crying so that actually went on for weeks and um, it came to a point where we had to sleep in the living room and one of actually friends messaged me on Facebook because she read what I posted and that's the same advice that she gave me to just think that there's like a bright light and um, create like an, um, an orb, like a, a barrier that will protect me and my family. Like whenever we go to sleep, um, that's what she advised me to do to like envision that there's this circle of light that's enveloping us and protecting us. So that's very interesting Learn or to hear that um, it's real, that, yeah. That it's, <laughs> it's actually real. like it's it's um, different kinds of people who don't know each other um, give the same advice. <laughs> yeah, that's
0: true. What is the mare mare, or is it a mare? Is it another mare. P- Yeah, is it is it like a, another mythical creature or like a elemental there? In uh,
2: well. So you say the word mare. Yeah. And usually in Danish, we put, the as you do, in, in English, we put nightmare in front ah, of that. Nightmare, yes, oh. Night is because it is it has been noticed by people that these uh, usually come after uh, sunset. Um, I have to say, I'm not so sure they're elementals. I think they're pretty more vicious than that um to me i would classify them more like in in the group of of demonics because they are purposefully targeting people in order to hurt them and that hurt creates lower vib- vibration negative energy and yes. they feed out of, off of that they suck it literally mm-hmm. they live off of it because without that energy they cannot move around in light worlds. They would have to stay in what I call the abyss or the dark dimension. Uh, they cannot exist in any other way. They cannot move around in light worlds uh, without uh, sucking energy from, from light beings. I don't feel elementals with them. They They seem they seem to come out of the abyss and mm. deliberately targeting light beings uh to get keep them fed.
0: When you see these or when you feel them, mm. well, based on the stories, do you also feel the the intent of these beings?
2: Yes, very much. Very much so. And it is to the point where it becomes an instinct to me that if I feel that vicious no doubt a negative intent i'm just trying to work to shield it uh immediately Mm -hmm. um some of them even though i'm shielding they try to move in for an attack anyway and so sometimes the whole uh envision a, a bright light coming from you and and surrounding you or um that that's kind of not enough with some of these entities you have to get a little more kick ass yeah <laughs> and like you know okay. so um if it's the really hard kind of ones that really really wants to hurt you you know you have to move from the nice white bubble into a straight fight you know so
0: so when you say that you fight them you use the same thing you use the same intention the the same well the imagination to to fight them is that the same thing
2: yeah i just use it actively instead mm-hmm. of just having a more like pa- passive Passively, bubble yes. i use it actively almost like a weapon actually um you can uh with an, a, a negative being that has collected a lot of negative energy they become like the opposite of the light so you can kind of use uh, uh let's say a beam of white light it would kind of repel them because of mm-hmm. the opposite polarity yes so you're kind of like blasting and then shooting them out of there yeah and so they go off like that yeah so yeah we have to do that sometimes this is yes it's uh somewhat equivalent to watching some of the demon possession movies stuff like that you know when the priests just have to go all crazy and like in the name of the divine lord <laughs> you know, it's it's, uh, it's pretty much equivalent to that yeah
0: here in the philippines also well for some of these guys that are, that are here they have what we call uh, guardians of a sense so some of them are spirits of past uh baby family members some of some of the people i've talked to and some are uh like jm he has a few uh eleme- are they elementals jm yes uh elemental i'm not sure if
2: you have the same thing that... mm. yeah i have a, a variety really just like the the dark thing when i was uh, just an infant Um, But I don't necessarily use them per se, because we have this kind of agreement Mm. that I would learn more if I do stuff myself. So the agreement is that, of course, they're assisting me and doing different kind of stuff, but only in order to support. They're careful that they don't step into my way so that I can learn as much as possible. If they want to perhaps let me know of something specific they can like give me specific dreams that they know that I would understand or pick a particular book from the bookshelf and make it pop out in the middle of the night so that they know that I will find it the next day and stuff like that. So I don't necessarily use them actively, but I could. Yeah, they are uh, at the disposal
0: do they talk to you? I mean, that's the way they communicate through through dreams and through other signs. They don't talk to you directly, meaning through your mind or through through telling you something, whispering things to you?
2: Yeah, well, not as much uh, anymore. They mm-hmm. did that kind of like 10, 15 years ago, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have, it seems like I have reached a, a point of development that they are, they are they are, trying to, you know, you know kind of step back and, and let me do theirs. And I think it has to do with some kind of um, maturity or something like that. That when you have reached the point, okay, you can actually handle uh, 90% of stone on yeah. your own. So, you know, you just go ahead. It's kind of like parents... Uh, mm. Uh, when when the child is is mature enough to to move uh, out into the world on its own, uh, I think it's kind of equivalent to that.
0: Um, since uh, Liz is here, right here with us, uh, I would like to ask on her behalf what would you advise her, how to deal with her children who are talking to beings. Because <laughs> her uh, ju- just yesterday, I think she was saying. Oh, my son keeps talking to this part of th- this, this tree. He keeps going there. And t-
4: it, it's not a tree. He just like randomly talks to the wall or the tree or my daughter's the one who talks to the tree. I'm sorry. It's my son who talks to like the air or he he just randomly says, come
2: on, let's go. Something like that. So I'm guessing that, that you have been observing your child for some time. Yes. Doing this, right? How, how, do you have any feeling like does this seem friendly are they friends or is it someone kind of just budding into his life somehow do you have any feelings about that
4: in our old house i felt like it was something random but like here lately i think the presence sort of felt familiar i can't explain it i, I mean i can't really uh-huh. see what they're seeing but uh there's there's like a calming essence to the feeling it's hard to explain
2: yeah uh, i know i know i would say if, if you have that that calm kind of feeling i would say that's a pretty good indicator that whatever is around him is is most likely positive you know so if not he would start to change behavioral patterns he would not just you know um, commonly you're expecting children to just cry if anything is up. But there can be a lot of other uh, behavioral signs to look for. For instance, I, I take it that he's old enough to just hold a pencil and just draw something, right? On a piece of paper? Not really, he's only two. He's two. two. Okay, but then it can maybe grab something like this yeah. To yeah. draw with. Okay, because it doesn't really matter if, if he can draw or not. Because usually when the younger children, if you give them the opportunity to draw and there is something pressing onto them that they don't really feel safe about or they don't know what it is, they will almost like automatically f- try and communicate it down to the paper. And um, so, doing that regularly, trying to, without forcing him, to just put him in a situation that he can draw or put colors or whatever, you know, um, that, that could make it easier for you to try and observe if, if, if everything is okay. And so, of course, there's the natural behaving patterns like, is he still eating as, as normal? And when it comes back out, yeah. is he still shitting as normal? Because believe it or not, when, when people are having negative influences or they might be scared, but they can't talk about it, it kind of um, manifests in the, in the digestive system. So uh, eating and getting it back out is often like screwed up. It's, it's not regular anymore. And, of course, there's the obvious, like, uh, going to sleep and and sleeping. Some children, now he's two, so to some children, two-year-old, it's maybe it's normal to wake up twice in the night and just wake up and be a bit confused and then go back to sleep again, you know. So that would be his normal pattern. But if that changes, it seems like he's when he's dreaming and... He's uh he's strange or is estranged or like agitated when sleeping, you know almost almost like you can tell that he's either he's having a nightmare or he's being disturbed somehow because he's he's like erratic and perhaps making sounds and like oh and stuff like that 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 was
4: the case for my daughter, I think, mm. yeah, the nightmares, yeah she was really shouting and she was saying, he's coming for me, he's coming for me, something like that.
2: It's not even that obvious because the entities are trying to get through to that subconscious. So that's why it would be smart to just observe are their patterns still normal? And if not, then single out that, whatever it is, and start to focus on that. Perhaps if you, if it seems like they're playing with someone or something, observe the way that they're playing. Does it seem like a fair play, that it's actually funny and they're the, enjoying themselves, or does it seem like uh, they're being interrupted and they actually don't necessarily like it, like stop taking my car or whatever, you know, And I'm going to move over here and because you're just being stupid, you know, and all of that, when you collect that, that can uh, signal to you what is going on with them as in, is it positive or negative oriented, what it is that they're encountering. Because you cannot stop the encounterings that will always be there
4: but like for for the nightmares do do dream
2: catchers actually work or I would say if you have them especially made like custom made to fit that particular person and then you could then you could do blessings of uh onto it yourself like it could be something simple just. Putting your hands in front of the dream catcher and just say, you know, sacred divine, bless this item, bless this dream catcher that it may be a positive and a protection for my child. But you should have, yeah, just something all natural like that. You don't have to say God or any particular names because that can sometimes get people in trouble. But just, you know, go by the neutral, like sacred divine or sacred spirit. Uh, that is usually the safe way of doing it and then have a dream catcher for each child because it becomes a personal tool to them i see
4: yeah. okay
2: that's that's actually very helpful thank you i oh, am yeah, so welcome i have a dream catchers myself really they're yeah, amazing we see it there. but just like everything else you know over time, energy starts to slowly just move away and just evaporate. That's the nature of everything. So you would have to re-bless it um, with some days in between. Like how often? Or if, well, that that kind of depends how many encounters, you know, are <laughs> you being like overrun or is it just uh, okay, so maybe a little and there? <laughs> I would say if if they are often they, that they have a ca- encounters at least one a day. Yeah. Oh,
4: okay.
0: I learned that fact from J.M. Mm-hmm. when we when cool. we started talking to him, and he said you have to recharge because again he practiced Wicca. Yeah. He had to recharge near the bay, and he would recharge by the water and the moon and the earth behind, and that's where he went. Yeah. Actually, it- he he asked a question. Uh, I'm not sure if you would uh, indulge just. To answer it, he said, uh, "What do you see in What do you see in him? Do you see any What I mean, if you sense anything from him, because we know he's an, he's not a good person. That's why I maybe <laughs> no, that's just a joke. But uh, he was saying is if you can sense anything from him,
2: is, is it possible you can move his picture to become the big picture? Okay, is, is uh, that possible?
0: Yeah, uh, I'll do it.
2: Oh, hey." <laughs> I would say, what what I see is that you have walked down a road of many experiences and many things being on your way, many different encounters and sometimes going, what's that, what is, why is this happening? What am I supposed to see here? But what I sense from you is that you have a really good and pure heart, like you're a very positive person. So I what I feel is that you if you acknowledge that as actually being part of the sacred and you really allow yourselves uh, allow yourself to acknowledge that and be in that you can walk in whatever world you will without being uh, polluted by any negative but allow it to become stronger in you. you you know you're in a way you're kind of like a priest or a priestess, you know You you have that bright light in you, but some part of you is still feeling human and stuff like that and and that's very natural, you know, so I would say allow you to actually be that light of good and then you can uh, walk anywhere you want, you know. Um, I think it's very interesting that you're working with elementals. Are they a- agreeing with you? Do you see eye to eye and stuff or
5: actually it's not eye to eye. There are times that they whisper um actually sometimes I have a doubt on myself if I can do some stops or if I can in some 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 things that we're having in our adventures. what will I need to do for me uh for me to gain that i gain that um Trust in myself.
2: Like I said, I think it's something about acknowledging the fact that you are more sacred light than actual human. You're used to thinking it the other way around, like I'm human and I'm just trying to do something good or something like that. And it's kind of the other way around. You were born here and you were born like this because you have that special light. And it's therefore it's stronger in you than in so many other people but the trust comes along with you allowing to be that to also be it in the in your physical body just allow it to go through all of this and like this, this is actually who i am and this is actually why i'm here so more self confidence will start to come as you realize and really feel well this is actually true it's kind of like opening a positive gateway, and so you can both connect better and be yourself better. And a lot of self-confidence will start to naturally arise from that. So I would say that's what you need to do. You don't, don't look for something else out there because the truth is in you. Okay.
5: Okay. Thank you. Thank
2: you. Oh, you're so welcome.
5: <laughs> I think the problem is uh, the always problem for me uh, in me is. The hindrance. Um, I think it's the regrets. There's a lot of regrets in the past that I can't let go. That's why uh that's the one who stopped me from doing what I want.
2: Yeah, you need to do sessions of forgiving yourself because you know what? I make a ton of mistakes too. You know, all of us do. And regret is not going to make anything better, you know. If you have done what you could to sit those situations right then you need to forgive yourself because it happens to all of us love yourself, be kinder to yourself yeah, I... yeah.
0: <laughs> thank you, thank you for that when I think about it it's very strong of you to, to make that decision At I was, was that 14 years old when you said okay, I won't follow the, the Bible and all your teachings, I'll do my own thing because again, I, I would like to bring up Liz's story and uh, mm-hmm. Sam's story that they felt different. They felt, uh, actually Liz felt she had, sometimes she would tell us that she feels she's crazy when she sees these things because she tells us in our group, am I crazy? Did I see that? Uh, I, sometimes I, she went to a psych- psychiatrist. Is that correct, Liz? Because just to check, because she didn't know. Again, part of what we do here in the podcast is to make other people, I, I hope, other people who listen to us and hearing your your, your beautiful words, make them realize that for some people who are born with it who have who got this activated in them it's it's normal it's 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 something that you have to accept in you
2: yeah and some are evolved already when they get born and that's why they're born with this full openly but other people Uh, they have to kind of like reach that evolutionary state you could say and that is why it it suddenly activates in in their life and then they have that oh shit you know what is going on and they run to the doctors and all kind please don't do that you know (laughs) they can't tell you anything you know they can tell you that you're having a, a hard time yeah you already know that so you know um if you want to really know the truth you actually need to go in and connect with that light in your heart in order to find it. That's where the truth is. Psychiatrists can only tell you what they see from the outside and they don't see enough. You know, I had some, some vampire attacks on me and stuff like that some years ago. And um, I was actually really in the need of, of doctor's help But what happened was what I kind of expected. They couldn't do a daily squat. They could just say, oh, yeah, you have a severe blood loss and we don't know where the blood went. And I'm like, yeah, I know that. (laughs) 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 So even with the physical stuff, they sometimes don't really know what to do or what to see or how to see it because it's just beyond them. And um, they're actually not even... We, we can hardly even blame them, actually, because they they are just not capable of putting all of that together and understanding it. So, yeah, like you said, I think we should try and assist each other instead and see if we can get to these what I call ability people and kind of like say, hey, if you don't know where to go, we have a place, you know.
0: And also, I see you answering a lot of Reddit threads and uh... I'm very amazed at, at your diligence to. It's a good thing that people are reacting positively to it because, again, you know the internet. Sometimes people just just chalk it off as uh, as Ooh, yeah. mumbo jumbo, right?
2: Yeah. If you had had a really strong encounter yourself, you don't ask questions because it's that's a powerful uh, encounter. But some of these people, they have never had an encounter or they or they have only had a week uh, encounter. So they're like more like questioning. Was it just a trick or lightning or yeah, is it yeah. just my subconscious, my imagination? Yada, yada, yada. And uh, then again, other people, they don't want to know about it because they actually like the world to be nice <laughs> and normal. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's just so easy. <laughs> so, <laughs> So there's all yep. kind of people out there and you know that is as it should be you know i think the creators wants that you know that there can be this variety um we're all here to learn some learn from square uh, some learn from stage 30 or whatever you know but we're all here to learn so
0: i have so many questions maria sorry yeah just let let us know if you have to go I hope you don't mind. I have so many questions because, again, I read through some of your uh, uh, posts on Reddit and some of your uh, again the things you would say really struck a chord with me, L- like um, your belief in past lives. Mm-hmm. Do you, when you mentioned that, uh, in terms of evolution, do you believe in the? Have you heard of the Theosophical Society, uh, Madame Blavatsky?
2: Oh, some yeah, some yeah.
0: So, so they also talk about the the evolution of the soul. So th- that's my only, again, I'm trying to put a logical explanation to people with sensitivities that they've been here longer than some of us. And again, they have that, that active sensitivity because they've been here longer. So what is your belief with regards to past dives, and again, that gift, that sensitivity?
2: Well, we all have them. You cannot learn enough by just doing a lifetime or two. You would really have to um, usually, I found it that one uh, I often talk about people coming down here uh, to do missions. Some missions are like uh, faster accomplished, but some some missions take a longer period to um, to be successful and to be learned and sometimes yes. So you, need, you see, we're still on the same page, we're like just going down and down to it yeah. again to, to get more on this same stuff. But I also find that some ability people, they were not first born on this planet, they had actually mm-hmm. also been to other planets. So their illusionary story is uh, a lot longer than just being on on this planet here. Yes. For some reason, that just started open up to me and it was kind of like uh, pulling a plot or something and just I just got flattered with all that. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So I can go several thousand years back and and tell you about stuff from there, uh, you know, from what I have seen.
0: Yes, please.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, for for instance, the Egyptian story is not as being told. And the the Jewish-Israelian story is not as they're being told either. The Egyptian glyphs are, and I think it's being done on purpose, they are mistranslated. They don't say what the archaeologists say that they're saying. The, the first book I pick up on the subject, I think it was 18. And I was looking up and these uh, pictures of glyphs and stuff. And I was going like, the same thing that happened with the Bible. Like, what are they talking about? It doesn't say that. <laughs> That's not true. You know?
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's like intuition for you that when you pick up that book, you know, you know what really happened, meaning you you get images or you get thoughts and you get messages. Is that how it works for you?
2: Uh, The first thing that happens is that I either, it's a very, it's a strong feel, actually. Actually, either I feel like, yes, I agree with this or I feel the opposite, like, what? Um, And so if I want to know more, I, I need to go behind that feeling and kind of trace it and in order to find out, okay, so how come it is that I just know that for some reason? And there is, therein lies uh, past time knowledge. Yeah.
0: You mentioned in one Reddit post that you were shot at the back, right? So you have a problem in the 1920s, you, your past life, you were shot. Yeah. At the
2: back. And uh, it was um, somewhere in mid or northern Germany, I think everyone was wearing that that very classical, like 1920s kind of wear. So that's how I could tell it was from around that period of time. Um, and it was not particularly in a wartime, but most of Europe was kind of, there was tension, like political tension and military tension. And so my husband and I, we were walking uh, home from visiting some friends and I can see the, the streets and all of that, and we were just walking along the street and we by accident passed a, a corner bar that that was in the basement and people was going off of there having fun drinking all that kind of stuff. And what I don't know is that behind me uh, two soldiers are patro- patrolling the streets. Uh, just like you would police, but these are just looking like soldiers. And uh, as we are kind of passing that bar, some kind of riot or fighting or whatever happens, and he was just starting off his military career. So he, when he fumbles his rifle from the back in order to just be ready to confront the fight at the bar, he accidentally fires a shot and that, that hits me like in a particular vertebrate in my spine. Um, actually, it's, it's when, when you have the heart placed in front, it's right in the back of that. So uh, the nerves there are both going to the heart and to the lungs. And I was taken to a hospital by, uh, by my husband. But um, the bullet got stuck in the spine in a specific kind of way, so that the doctors at that time, they said, no matter if we pull it out or let it be there, 99%, she's going to die. Um, And so um, I opted for just letting it stay there because it didn't really matter when I was dying anyway. Uh, I died within, I think to two days just around that time because it was pressing and screwing up the, the heart and the lungs so it couldn't function and it was seeping blood um but my husband I only get to uh, I only got to have uh, one child a daughter in that lifetime <laughs> and so he had time enough to go get her and that they could be with me and say goodbye you know and of course, uh, reliving those experiences is kind of hard, you know, you're just like sobbing and going through the pains and oh my God, you know. But that's a part of the universe and the was just like everything else. So yeah, and I can still feel it to this day. It's not, of course, it's not bad and it's not per se broken. The doctors can't really find anything. Yeah, but I can just feel that there's that tension sometimes that it kind of needs to like be snapped sometimes yeah. in order to function. Feel better. Yeah, yeah. When that pain, that pain, I can't. I'm not sure if the pain came first or if the memories of a past yeah. lifetime came first because they came more or less at the same time. So I'm not sure actually what what happened first. Yeah.
0: Did you have to meditate to get? into that state of remembering or it just happened
2: um that well that was a funny thing i uh i have never been capable of meditating i don't know how to do it <laughs> i i fall asleep instead <laughs> <laughs> yeah and um i i asked some other ability people about it because I I just couldn't understand it. And I tried so many different methods and different hours of day and night and all kinds of stuff. So I asked someone that that called himself a clairvoyant and uh, he just looked at me and said, well, for some reason, it seems like the the way that you are working your abilities, you kind of don't need a meditation because you're always more or less in that kind of state. And when you're sleeping, you're actually taking a break from that. So, <laughs> so, and uh, to me, that just felt like that was a, 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 a probable explanation. So I just went with that. Like, yeah, okay, whatever. you know. Yeah. So, <laughs> To me, it, it's a very um, interesting when people are telling me about meditations because uh, I, I can do it, so. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
0: you don't need to meditate to get into that state, yes. Apparently not.
2: No,
1: I, I actually just have a question because I think maybe because the Philippines is predominantly a Catholic um, and a Christian country, it's always a debate whether or not where we got our abilities. Of course, if you're if you're talking to a Catholic, specifically like for my mom, um, if I talk to them about my abilities, it's always gonna come from the devil. And then if 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 it if you were able to help someone, were able to resolve an unru- a, a, you know a problem of them, they think that it's coming from angels and gods. Um, <clears throat> Where do you stand on that? I want to find out because I want to you know I I personally would want to know if it is from the devil should we stop using it? If it's from the if it is from angels should we continually use it? What do you think?
2: Well there is a lot of discerning in that to do of course because one thing they got right is that the devil has a knack of trying to appear as an angel. Uh, They got that right. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so a lot of discerning is uh, necessary when using abil- abilities, both for what you are getting in, but also for what you're giving out. I, it has taken me some time to figure out exactly how I find it that the ones, the, the negatives that are kind of like hiding within some people, that they are actually the most tricky to spot. Because they're really hiding behind their human facade. And that makes it uh, dangerous and um, tricky. But usually when they come in as energy, when you are really feeling acquainted with that pure bright light in your heart, you you, you get a feel and you know that vibration by heart. So whatever is coming in, if they don't have that vibration you know already there that something is funky with them when with, with with their whatever they're just polluted or if they are per se negative you can tell that the resonance the vibration is different and that automatically means that you need to be careful you know i i would say that that is mm, most likely um, the best way of doing it. It's, it's the most accurate. Um, and there's a particular reason why I'm not using any names. I'm not saying God or Goddess. I'm not yes. using any names because there's been so much manipulation done with that. Mm-hmm. And um, now the Vatican, that becomes even more interesting because what I find is that the Vatican together with other beings They wrote the Bible Mm -hmm. and they wrote it that way for a particular reason. And uh, I can just take one example. Like when you say a prayer and at the end of it, you say, amen. If you track that word, amen, you can uh, go back to an an Egyptian god. Amon. Amon. And Amon means the black sun. Not the positive, nice white one, but the black sun. Yeah. So that means every time you say amen, whatever prayer and energy you have put into that yeah. goes to the black sun, which I don't see as positive. That yeah. <laughs> that's just my opinion, you know? Yes. So a lot of manipulation has been put into both religion and 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 politics, and we just we need to be so careful, you know. Yeah. And I they can't see it themselves because. The priest says what I need to do, and it all mm. feels good. And they are taking this polluted, manipulated energy and make it look brighter. Yeah, there's just this funny example about why are they depicting their their savior, Christ, dying on a cross with like thorns and pains and and sores and and running blood yeah why would you even do such a thing If if you want people to feel love and enlightenment and being like being saved kind of thing by the light forgiveness and all of that and pain you know yeah um but arguing with these people is really is a really tough thing to do, because yes. that was why they put it in the Bible and in their religions that everyone that has abilities, they must be working with the devil.
0: Yeah. So
2: pff, you know <laughs> they they did that on purpose, and you should be aware of this. Um, some other if you go further back from before the, before the Bible, it was more commonly known. Uh, oftentimes, ability people were actually called prophets or mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. But since these books has been written, you know, yeah. we have just been burned and tortured and hunted and all kinds of stuff. Is that answer enough? Or do you want me to, to comment on anything in particular? No, it's okay. That's okay. Um, I, I agree with you
1: with regards to that. And not to mention, like, I feel like with regards to our ability, it's as simple as learning how, to, I mean, it's as simple as walking. Everyone can walk. It really does depend on you whether
2: you're going to go to the right path or to the left path, right? Yeah. And I have always uh, thought it like this, that if the, the sacred divine wanted to put beings, positive beings, humans into the world, then why should the divine give them abilities that connect straightly to something very evil? I mean, to me, that doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that the divine um, has like an evolutionary stages for us that we are working and evolutioning uh, through these stages. And one day, like far, far away, we will go back to be a part of cosmos, what some would call God, but the actual divine cosmos. In that way, I think it makes more sense that abilities are not a question of of good and evil. It's a part of evolution, just like uh, getting index uh, thumbs uh, instead of, uh, Cause and, and stuff like yeah. that, you know. And, and, and if that's true, then we shouldn't be afraid of it, you know, or be putting it off in society or something like that.
1: Maria, I just want to go back to what um, you mentioned a while ago to me about that there is a deliberate blockage on my um, ability. Because um, before, I think that this is... Uh, JM was actually... Um, able to identify this because one of my my, my guide or my familiar um, before very actively protects me from literal harm because before while I was you know practicing literally every day about my ability I was able to run in mud fields in high heels like four inches of stilettos i um, physically impossible but I was able to do it <clears throat> I was able to. He
0: lost. He lost consciousness first, and then his friends.
1: Yeah, I totally lose content consciousness on these um, incidents, and then there's another one that was a, that I was able to walk, literally, um, four five cities from my house, and without breaking any sweat. And this time I was as well no no sense of consciousness, and I think that um, JM was able to identify that my familiar takes over my body when it if there was a psychic attack because before i i felt like there, if there's a psychic attack my familiar would literally cover me with with everything and keeps me safe so i i think that what you when you when you mentioned a while ago that it was deliberately placed there do you think that it is my familiar literally telling me stop using your abilities or else you might get um attacked
2: no, because what uh, the the membrane or whatever it is it, to call it in there is making it more unsafe for you. So, unless you familiar, is not as nice as you think it is. Then it's not your then it's not your familiar doing it. Um, have you ever heard a term that is called the agenda?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: There's a, they are a vicious uh, group of uh, alien beings that is uh, really uh, putting a, a negative grit upon the entire planet. And most likely they are the ones that had put that in you. They want you stop using your abilities. They want to stop your progression they want to stop you just as much as possible. And if it keeps going, they will also move in for dangerous attacks. So it's something that you really need to start working on.
0: When Sam got in touch with us, he said he felt like he was dying, actually. He, a, a big part of his life that was being sensitive was cut out. Yeah. It may really makes sense now that something could have stopped you. From feeling these things are being connected to your sensitivity,
2: it's somewhat similar to a curse, you could say—a strong, very strong curse coming from these uh, agenda beings. Um, yeah, because I, I, I'm now
1: more than ever. I'm so scared. Because before, I was able to kind of, you know, guess who's gonna pass on, how, if there's any negative that will happen to a certain person. I'm able to guess that. just by you know intuition and all now literally I won't be able to do that for anyone in my family and like what you said that if I continually do it like if I allow this blockage to continue you are correct I may not be able to help anyone else and that literally is scaring me so um, what do you think or in your opinion how do you think Or what should I do to remove this? Because I feel like I am not normal at all.
2: That's true. You are born like me. Like I told you in the beginning, that area here.
0: Maria points to the upper portion at the back of the head.
2: Which also includes uh, the imagination and the subconscious. You really need to cleanse and open that up big time. And the same thing, the, the area in your stomach when you, where you said you have this pressure and this kind of pain, that's the same thing. Those two are connected. So that area needs big time cleansing and opening and healing as well. And there's a, there's a lot of different ways to, to do it. You could look into uh, gemstones, for instance, of, of different kinds assisting you Mm-hmm. But also, uh, really uh, hardcore, like praying and praying, chanting the divine light to come down here.
0: Maria points to the nape and to the upper back portion of the head.
2: And like cleanse your channel, cleanse and free your subconscious. But you really, you know, you've got to be adamant. I, I've been through something like that myself, and you really got to be adamant. I mean, you have to like mean it like you haven't meant anything ever before, you know? Uh, Because it's you could say it's a demonic type of energy. So you really need to get kick ass in order to, to go through with this. And remember that it is both areas because let's say you get this one better, for instance, then they will just abuse the other area. So you have to work at both areas as one, as they're connected and see this sacred divine energy like almost like a waterfall, like like a huge like faucet of pure white light energy just going through you in here and out in that through that stomach area. And you're, you're energy wise, you're flushing yourself really it's going to take a lot. You will have to do it several times daily and for God knows how many days, you know, but you just got to keep going, keep going. And everything you can think of that is positive, that might assist you in some way, eating whatever herbs, carrying gemstones, whatever stuff, you just keep doing that too. have extra vitamins in your food, all kinds of stuff like that, because they're trying to make you weaker and weaker and weaker. And if they succeed in that, what will happen next is that you will get physically attacked. And uh, I was this close to dying from the last attack I had. So it can get pretty fucking serious. uh, Pardon my French, you know, so you have to start now and you really have to be adamant. If you feel scared by this, I can understand that because it is fucking scary sometimes, you know? You would have to take that scarcity feeling and turn it into a righteous anger about them hurting you. You know, take instead of just letting that energy like push you out of balance, take the energy and convert it into righteous fighting anger, like get the fuck out of me, you know, kind of stuff like that. Because in that way, you don't have to worry about fear, the the vibration of fear, making things harder on you, if you can just take it and convert it like that and make it your strength instead. Because I think it's really hard not to be scared about stuff like this, you know.
1: Because you mentioned a while ago about uh, my subconscious and my imagination being blocked out, I just want to let um uh, everyone know in the in the call right now that the only times that I get like remember when I told you the dream that I had uh, last th- four years ago about my my teet- you know pa- passing away yes yes that's the only times that I get dreams now. Other than that, I don't. I don't dream, I don't have, I, I, I can't dream. I'm not able to dream. So I think that's one thing because like what I told you before, usually um, if it's that kind of you know um, feeling that I'm gonna get, like if someone's gonna pass or something negative is gonna happen, I kind of get that from my dreams. Now I don't.
2: It is them attacking you. And then the, they're doing that. That's part of the blockage. You're still dreaming. But you can't remember any of it. That's part of the blockage. Yeah. To make you feel disconnected.
0: What, what happened with you that you explained you were this close to dying? What kind of attack was it?
2: Uh, well, if, if
0: you don't mind. If you don't want to talk about it, it's okay.
2: No, no. I can tell you I've been uh, dead. i actually dead three times and came back. And one time extremely close to, to dying and one time being stopped in, in the middle of all of it, just like frozen in midair and stuff. So this last one, I think it was pretty horrid actually because that was what I can best resemble by the word vampire. And it was halfway manifested So it was both going on the physical and on other levels of energy. So it was really a bad sucker, you know. Uh, Something had happened in my life that was some kind of emotionally traumatizing to me. And it really got me emotionally down. And when you get emotionally down, like I said, often the digestive system and stuff like that is, is kind of going funky wonky because of that. So I was already feeling sick because of all of that happening but not anything dangerous per se you know but just like feeling really sick and pains and crying and stuff like that and they the agenda I have noticed create these these events and stuff like that on purpose in order to get some of the strongest of us down and so they, I waited till I was really lying there sick and crying and stuff. And in the middle of the night, I had this, some call it sleep paralysis, but it's not per se that. Your energies are actually being frozen, like kept at a standstill. And this very dense, it it was so dense and so black, I could I could feel it and it was icy cold like energy, but at the same time it felt like kind of sticky, sort of like jelly or something, maybe. And it came in through my balcony door as I was sleeping and it put this this freeze kind of on me. And so it just crawled up from it was terrible (laughs) it crawled up from the from my foot end of the bed and crawled on top of me and they they have a huge bite like they can elongate their bite they have four really big uh, fangs so it bite down with uh, where my liver is at but the whole side i think can i show it like here yeah like the whole side of me both in front and in the back here bit... it just made a huge bite like yeah. and yeah. then it just kept on and i even though i was frozen in that state i could feel everything and i yeah. could feel it laying on top of me and like pushing me down by some kind of weight and it also had like this talon kind of fingers and it it bored its talents into me, into my body, and I could physically feel it. And it, it was really, it was some, is probably the most horrible thing I have ever experienced. That was really horrible. And I had no doubt that I was dying and it was going fast. I t- tried to like hold on and try to do whatever pushing I usually can do, but I was just into a weakened of a state. I couldn't do it. And it had it, it 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 literally physically was it in me so another dimension kind of push wouldn't work because it would it would rip my my body along with it and then I would have certainly died you know so that was terrible and um, I could feel uh, my spirit simply leaving me um, because there was nothing else to do. It was draining both my life force and my physical blood. It was draining everything. So my spirit started kind of um, move out of me and it wanted to move like out here. But I have always been like pretty will, willful. I have a big willpower. So I was not uh, going to just let that happen. So, I actually remember myself being out of my body and literally hanging on to my crown chakra on the inside like that. And I felt like I was being sucked out up into some kind of board or a board or something behind me. And I was just clinging on like that. And then I would just inside of me, I was just screaming because I knew this, this is, uh, (laughs) uh, this is not good so i just screamed like intensity sacred jesus i also i always put the word sacred in front of a name to make sure that it's something benign coming yes so i screamed sacred jesus over and over and over again and within some seconds i think he appeared and it's not the the first time i have encountered him so i i knew that it was him he was standing at the coming to the left side of my body and you see there's this they have to be allowed if they want to do something inside of your body they have to be allowed to do so so even though i was clinging on like that he was still like take taking his time to ask me will you please allow me to enter your physical body i'm like yes yes (laughs) do it yeah (laughs) And so he lied down into my body in the exact same position that my body was placed and he p- like created a flow that pumped his pure energies in all of me, even the even the physical in all of me. Yes. And as he he continued to do that, and he just said to me, it's, it's okay, you could just go to sleep now. I, I got this down. <laughs> <laughs> so it just continued to, to like flush like that. As as more the, the more he flushed at the end of it, the the vampire, as I would call it, it, it simply yeah. couldn't stand the purity. It couldn't, it just couldn't stand the, the pure divine light any longer. So at the end of it, it ended up releasing me itself from its claws and a bite and it kind of yeah wimpled and and like uh, uh, it was it was so awful and it just like slithered off of my body and onto the floor and and went out the the balcony door where it had came in you know and jesus still he he made that flushing for several hours and i went into a sleep of such a kind, I, I would say it was most likely kind of a coma actually, because I remember nothing from from sleeping, absolutely nothing. I just remember waking up the next, next day and I was still in some kind of pain and stuff and dealing with the remnants of it. But I was just, you know, ever so thankful that I was actually waking up because I kind of didn't expect to. So and this uh, this was just about three and a half years ago years ago now. Wow. Yeah.
0: And you had to check with the doctors to see how much blood was taken.
2: Yeah, I uh, I needed to do all of that because I was working and as an intern and stuff like that. So I had a lot of work to do and I needed to call in sick, <laughs> like really 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 sick.
0: Yeah,
2: <laughs> uh, and so in in order to to call in sick, I had to go to the doctor's anyway. And then I was just saying, you know, I have this kind of pain. Of course, I didn't tell what happened, you know, by the night. But I was, I have this kind of pain. I feel like that. Duh, duh, duh. Can you just do some blood work and just check everything? And they were saying, ah, you're okay, but you know, your liver—that was one point of the fangs and the right kidney that was one point of the facts is not doing that well and you have a huge amount of blood loss and they kept examining me and they couldn't tell where that blood had gone to it was just it was just vanished yeah and it was uh, so much
0: because there were no marks right
2: no physical marks you could see some reddening of the skin but it wasn't that much actually but I could feel it even in my bones and in my muscles and all of that. It hurt like shit. You know, it's it's uh it was really horrible. And the the blood loss was a, a such a, a big amount that I had to have a blood transfusion and a special iron iron injections and and stuff like that in order to regain some strength. Um, so that was, that was so close, you know, and it was so, uh, I, I don't even think there's a horror movie that I can compare that to. <laughs> it, it was terrible, really.
0: Yes. Especially the pain you felt.
2: Yeah, it, it was. In uh, the ho-
0: I mean, <laughs> hanging on to your life.
2: Yeah, and uh, if, if it had just bit down a bit harder, two of my ribs would most likely have broken. It felt like someone had taken like a baseball bat, and just hammered, you know, full shit on my on my ribs. So I I could feel the point where the, the fangs had penetrated, partly penetrated two of my ribs, and then going into the organs. So yeah, it, it's crazy to think that stuff like that can happen, but it yeah. can, you know, and it does.
0: Do you have an a, a, maybe a theory or an assumption as to why you were attacked, given that you said that uh, they really target uh, the ability? People, but is there is there anything that you think that urged them or that pushed them to do it to you?
2: People like us in here that have abilities and not just have abilities, but we can actually do some stuff about it and we can get to know the truth about a lot of things. By the agenda, we are seen as a possible danger to their mission to keep control and keep power of this planet and that is the main reason for them taking us out creating obstacles having family members killed all kinds of stuff whatever they can think of just giving you perhaps a slight push to fall down the stairs you know whatever they can think of they will do it and that's because you're simply becoming too good You know too much of the truth or have the potential to realize these truths. So you need to be taken out, you know, and uh, that happens by whatever means possible. Not necessarily otherworldly entities. It could also be humans uh, having these kind of like crazy fits that all of a sudden you're like the enemy and they just uh, attack you and stuff like that. It can be humans as well. If we start to really work at it, we can, uh, I have done some of the, I'm do, currently doing some of the work I'm trying to flush the agenda out. Uh, you know about that, JM? Um, like uh, in magic, you know, when you can uh, pinpoint and and target specific uh, beings or persons, let's say someone is, is trying to put a curse on you, then you can try and track the, the person that, that did the, the curse. You know about stuff like that, right? Yeah,
5: yeah, yeah. It's yeah.
2: somewhat, uh, yeah, it's somewhat equivalent to that. This agenda, this that I call uh, the agenda, is alien beings that are, you could say, devil worshipers. We could call that just to make it easier. They're very, very dark and very negative beings. There, There's s- several ways to try and loosen and undo their power. And one of them is of course to try and free people in general. But one of the other ones could be to try and do and track a tracing on them and actually corner them by the lights. You know, because if we can put a heck of a lot of pure divine light on these beings, it's gonna be troublesome for them to keep doing their evil business. You see? Yes. Oh, I have started to do some of that work uh, because we're being that hunted. So I was like, yeah, well, you're hunting us, my kids, me. Okay, well, (laughs) then I will trace you and see what I can find, you know, kind of doing it the other way around. But it is, I mean, I cannot recommend it per se because it is dangerous business. It is. I just as might well uh, just do it because... Both my children and I are regularly under attack, um, of different kinds. So I might as well just go at it. Yeah, yeah.
0: So do you have like a, a community there that that helps you, that that you that you plan with, or that accept this? Nope. Here, here in the Philippines, it's more accepted. In a way, it's more accepted that. Uh, I heard actually from that person we talked to, who the Filipino living in Denmark right now, he said that. Over there, it's not that talked about. It's it's not that accepted.
2: It's being kept very quiet, and um, most people they won't even talk anything about spiritually related stuff. Yes. Um, they're trying to ignore it or just put it off as mumbo jumbo. You know, let's stick to science, whatever stuff like that and the ones that are ability people and, and is trying to do some kind of good and stuff like that, um, they are trying to do it in, I would say, like a very nice kind of way. Mm, like, I'm okay. a pretty misses two-shoes, and and they're certainly not mentioning the agenda or anything yes. like that. you know. Shh. So in my country, it, it would be hard to, to find someone... Somewhat alike me, or just thereabouts. You know that it's just open to okay. There's not just spirituality and psychic stuff. There's also really manipulating and and hidden and kind of freaky evil stuff. And you know, um, some of them are just oh yes, angels are so amazing, and I'm yeah. making <laughs> angel statues. And and you know, I respect that, and it's okay. You know. But that's just not what I need. What I need, because I'm fighting evil suckers, you know. So yes, <laughs> um, yeah. So mostly I have to look abroad uh, for people somewhat like me. Yeah.
0: So have you connected with others who, well, aside from us, aside from them, the people here, but you've connected with others who, who know the, the things you have to do to get, uh, fight back.
2: Um, I think it's actually a funny story and that you're mentioning it because uh, in summer 2020, my my twin flame, like your your other part of your soul, like the one person, he just like popped out out of nowhere and started writing me on Reddit and all kind of stuff. And long story short, we're engaged now. So, okay, <laughs> and okay. because we are from the same soul origin, he also is packed with abilities and knows about the agenda and had attacks all his life and kind of stuff like that. And after he came into my life, it's like it kind of opened something because I have actually more and more people, for instance, like yourself that just starts to kind of like pop out of nowhere and just write me or text me or whatever, you know. I met one on the streets just a couple of days ago and I'm like, oh my God, that's another, that's amazing. That was a star person or a star seat as, as someone calling them. It's, she was actually from another star system. I'm like, woo. <laughs> so it is starting to come along a bit, but yeah, I mean, I've been alone my entire life just having to deal with all of this but you know you could say the upside of it is that it it makes you stronger because you really have to get your act together have clean ethics and have a clean heart and really try to summon some courageousness and strength in order to fight back on the on this kind of stuff you know well you know there's always something good even in the really bad
0: Last questions, Maria. Sorry, i yeah. Thank you for your. Thank you for. Thank you so much for your time and your, are giving us the the advice and uh, doing readings <laughs> for some of us. Um, one of my questions is: uh, the exorcist we we talked to early this year, right, Liz? Early this year, no, early this year. He said the sensitives or the ability people noticed something this year that he, because he the way he explained it spirits or these beings are operating on different frequencies. And this year the frequencies are th- there's something about the rotation of the of our planet that make or that are making the frequencies mix up. So we've had a lot of stories actually from people who are not sensitive who have been seeing more ghosts popping up. Because again the frequencies are mixing up this year. So have have you been Observing that, have you heard of that?
2: Yes, very much. I'm used to it, actually. (laughs) Um, Usually when I get up in the morning, I'm like trying to sense like, okay, so what kind of a day is today? And that is because of that. But it's actually a somewhat improvement because uh, 2020, like from 2018, at least, and to 2020, the best way I can put it in short is like hell on earth because it was literally just pouring negative energy, entities and energies of all kinds of things. And we were fighting every day just to be capable of just being here and breathing here. It was, it was crazy. So now it is somewhat better because uh, another alien species called the Andromedans, they have closed off the, the portal that these very negatives were coming from. Um, And that has taken the worst of it, but still Earth is uh, also a sacred being that is trying to make its way through through evolution and she is moving up by now. And the agenda wants her to not move up, or at least for it to take as long as possible. So that is why you get that mumble jumble mumble jumble because the 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 sacred earth wants to move up and the agenda wants to keep everyone in. So like So one day we feel the negatives more and some some days we feel the positives more. Yeah, it's a funky situation it really is. But that priest was right whatever whatever he or she was, yeah.
0: He wasn't a priest, but he he again he's he's abilited and he helps with exorcism. So
2: oh.
0: he does it on the side. It again, he doesn't he he wants it anonymous also. So yeah, he does it on the side. To help again, if you have it, you want to help people. Mm. So thank you, Maria. Thank you so much. Do you have questions for us? <laughs> Maybe you have questions for us here in the uh. for, for the ability here in the Philippines. These these folks we have here.
2: Yeah, I I mean, I know that there's a lot of stories of the Philippines being like a very spiritual kind of place. And that's also what I feel when I try to like connect with your map, you're a part of, of the earth, you could say. I think you're just putting it to some terms, whereas others are putting it to other terms. But I also feel like, all areas of the earth also have kind of like their special variety of beings or entities that has tried to do some evolution or trying to make missions of their own and and some um ashwang ashwang yes ashwang you know that word yes, yes yeah That was one of the things that that when I heard that story and I tried to, like, uh, somehow read into it, I was thinking this is very much equivalent to what I would call a vampire because it literally sucks life force out of people, however it's doing it, you know, but it's the same kind of idea. Let's suck them dry so I can keep myself fed, right?
0: But here they are. They are people, and they also shape shift. There's also stories of them shapeshifting into to dogs, big dogs or big blackbirds. Again, similar to vampires in, in lore that you hear. Yeah. So I'm not sure what they are actually.
2: No, but the f- fact that they can shape shift that makes them not of this this world. You know, they're incomers from somewhere else at least. Yeah, what would you think?
5: Um, we have also vampire here in the Philippines, but not the actual now, that they suck blood, they suck energy.
2: Yeah, that person would need something equivalent to an exorcism, you know, it, because it is that attached to him through the subconscious and controlling and dominating him like that. Like when you kind of like when you see people uh, children playing with puppets, they often grab the puppets by this area <laughs> or here and controlling and steering them is kind of the same same thing going on. And in order to get rid of that, and even if other people can see it, it's pretty severe, you know, it, he will probably need several exorcism in, in order to get clear of that. Yeah.
0: Thank you, Maria. Uh, this was so eye-opening for us. We felt for for me personally, and I, I go Sam, Sige.
1: I'm actually no. I'm more more so. I'm I'm leaving this conversation with um a more I think a more more aggressive approach on cleansing my chakra, just to put a put a name on it. But you know, um, I thank you so mm. much for clarifying because I do. It, it does make sense that, um but more so afraid of, for about the agenda I'm gonna read through more about that so I could see what what I I can do as a, as a oh. part of that um, and like I actually a while ago I was like literally holding a baby because she woke up but um I was actually going to I want to tell you that um you you found a community here in the Philippines. So if you want to, I don't know, um, combine efforts in, in you know, releasing a, the agenda out there and letting everyone know about it, just let us know. Let us uh, let us know how to help you. Yes.
0: <laughs> there are a lot of sensitive people here in the Philippines. and
2: Yeah, well, I really think that we... Can do this, or rather, we can only do this if we really try and find each other and make strength in numbers. So, but like I said, you would have to cleanse yourselves daily and work on your protections and stuff because it is dangerous work. It really is. So, you would have to ask yourself if you're okay with that, you know, and if, if it's okay that sometimes, like now I have a cold, for instance. So it wouldn't be the best time for me to go, yay, let's go yeah. fight someone <laughs> or whatever, you know. Yes. So of course, sometimes we say, we need to say, I can't right now, I'm not feeling up to it, you know. And, and I hope that you will be honest with each other and with me about that, because we need to, of course, also care and protect each other and ourselves. You know, that's, that's natural. But, you know, that is just so cool if you feel up to doing some some of this with me because a lot of people are suffering and they have no idea why. And the earth are being kept back from moving on. So, yeah, it's doing a lot of pain on everyone, really. Yeah, I'm just so I'm so happy to meet all of you. <laughs> yeah,
0: we're also so happy to meet you. <laughs>
2: I don't know how to technically like uh, exchange information. I, I don't know exactly uh, how to do that. Uh, do I send uh, my mail and stuff to you? Yeah, or... you can send
0: it through my Reddit and then we we, we can... Because right now we have... A, do you have a Facebook? We have Facebook. No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, we, you can send us your email because right now the four of us have, have, a, have a chat group where we already we, we talk about all these things and have comedy on the side. Sam is a comedian. <laughs> but we'd like, we'd, like to, we'd like to help in any way we can.
2: Oh, that's super cool.
0: And ask questions.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, right. Uh, Sam, why well, I'm remembering it. Uh, often when people talk about uh, the vibration of aggression... They are calling aggression a negative thing. But I want you to be aware that there's two types of aggression. There's two types of this energy. One is is selfish, ego-centered, and only fighting for dominance and forgetting its way. And the other is what I call the blue flame it is only activated in order to uh, do selfless work to and with the light. And it's it's a righteous anger, a righteous harm, you know, a righteous, because you are going by what justice is when you truly love someone, you know, it's based off of love, you, you see the difference yeah yeah yeah. so i just want you to know that when you are fighting that if this is a righteous fight for you and for whoever else then you are allowed to feel that anger even if you get furious you know because it comes from the right place okay Hmm? does that make sense it's (laughs) creepy because actually
1: um that's one thing that because aggression um is something that i was really afraid of really before because i felt like th- i was literally always mad coming from someone who's really, like really young before being mad is always negative so i mm. i tra- i literally tried to push that away of, from me making me more pacifist the only thing there is like what you said i really need to identify if this um aggression in me is indeed from the negative side or
2: that blue flame that you may mention so thank you so much for that. yeah that is a way to discern it and to keep ourselves safe so that we're not acting on whatever demonics want us to be aggressive in a negative uh, kind of way that is to remind ourselves uh, feel and and ask ourselves is this the blue flame kind of aggression and if the answer is yes you can just take it out there you know. Because you needed to pack a punch. You know? Yeah. Thank you so much, Maria. Thank yes. you so much, Maria. You're so welcome, you know.
0: It was a delight to meet you. Thank you very much.
2: Well, it was likewise with you. I mean, this is so interesting to me. Yes. Um, <laughs> For us and ourselves. all the way in the Filipinos, I'm like, oh, yes. my God. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. And um, oh, yeah, just a, a final note. I don't see myself as anything more or less than anyone else. Some people, you know, they have this. Oh, because, you know, stuff and you know that, you know, they they kind of like assume that I'm arrogant or better knowing or something like that. And I'm really not. I'm like. Uh, if I walk down the street just in my natural clothing, you probably wouldn't notice me because I look just like everyone else, you know. Um I don't feel myself to be more or less or whatever. I don't even think or feel in those kind of ways. I'm just here with all of you and let's just make the best out of it. You know? Yes.
0: Thank you. Thank
1: you so yes. much, Maria. Thank you. Oh, thank, thank you. So
0: much. you. <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep in touch. Thank you. It will take a while to decompress everything that was said, the agenda, past lives, our planet's ascension into a higher density. I've actually listened to this episode several times while editing it, and every time something new pops up, I would suggest multiple listens to this as well. Something insightful and meaningful comes out every time. Take your time and do your own research. This is what Maria did, and I'm pretty sure that's what she would encourage you to do also. What I would like is for sensitive, ability people to chime in. Reach out to us and tell us if you've experienced or felt the same things Maria had mentioned. The deeper we dive into this paranormal world, we realize that there's a whole different spectrum of the unknown we may not have seen or noticed. Have ability people noticed this as well? And chose not to tell us about it because, again, our understanding natin is the paranormal is multo, elemental, capre, uh, angel. pero the more we talk to ability people from other areas, other countries, parang hindi lang yun eh We would definitely love to know it as well. So please reach out and let us know. Thank you, Maria, for indulging us and answering our questions. Your words of love and light definitely reach across the miles. At the release of this episode, we have actually had another conversation with Maria and another sensitive who we met on Reddit. Please watch out for those future episodes. Uh, There are more revelations there that I would not want to spoil. Thank you for listening to this episode. I know, given the length, some of you might have dropped out and listened to it in two or three sittings. But we felt that cutting it in half would have taken away from the story and message of Maria. If you have unusual experiences you want to share, please message us on Facebook or email us at paranormalsph at gmail.com. As I mentioned, I will not debunk or question your story. Given the short time we have here on Earth, I'm only here to enjoy the mysteries of life that you have to share. We keep things anonymous, so don't worry if you feel that your relatives will listen to this podcast. The Paranormal Podcast is engineered and produced by F90 Productions. Please rate and review our show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or whichever podcast platform you are using. Thank you for listening. And everyone, please stay safe.